Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. I've got some news and views uh, I'm going to give you from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, welcome to today's program. Oh my goodness, what a day started out crazy. Uh, lots of stuff happening today. Please be in prayer for our brothers and sisters. You never know what fight they are fighting or we are fighting um, if you haven't signed up for the uh, VOM, Voice of the Martyrs app, please do that today. Uh, they give you updates every day um, on our brothers and sisters around the world that we can pray for. Uh, yesterday was Qatar. Um, the other day was uh, a city in Pakistan. Folks, they are being hunted down and martyred every single day. Um, we in the United States don't, um, I don't think we can fathom or understand uh how that must be to live like that um so we really need to be in prayer for them uh our brothers and sisters in the uk and switzerland and all around the world in canada uh where their freedom is not like our freedom and where christ is not proclaimed like it is here in the united states um folks the united states is no longer a christian nation i think the world can see that but there are many, many, many millions of Christians here in the United States. We need to make our voices heard. Don't back down. Don't let evil, um, you know, have its way. Um, we have a voice. We need to use it. When you see evil being done, uh, do something about it. Say something. Stand up. Um, say something. Like uh, Brother Spencer Smith says, you and your pastors being ostracized or somebody saying something negative about your pastor. Stand up for your pastor. Stand up for your brothers and sisters in Christ today is the day we need to be doing that. No more hiding in the basement. No more hiding behind a keyboard. <laughs> we got to get out there and tell some folks or use your keyboard to um, negate these evil comments. Use your voice. Use your whatever God has given you. Use it today. One thing I want to talk about this morning before I head off to work is how far along is the Great Reset? This is from Harvest Prophecy HQ dot com by steve miller we're going to jump into this article today because i don't have a whole lot of time the world economic forum is one of the most outspoken advocates of changing the way our world is governed the group is made up of exceptionally elite business executives politicians academics cultural experts media personalities and celebrities who come from a wide variety of backgrounds yet all share one thing in common they are globalists he says through their meetings papers and website they promote agendas and policies that urge people everywhere to see the themselves as one global society that needs to work together to resolve today's most pressing issues i do want to throw in here it's not the world's pressing issues it's their global elitist pressing issues um they're not gonna work together to do anything but they expect everybody else the useless eaters um to do that for them Anyway, Steve's article continues and it says, this perspective is clearly stated on the forum's website, quote, because the world is an interconnected ecosystem, we believe that no issue is isolated. We believe the world's uh, challenges can only be solved through engagement with all members of global society, end quote. That is, global problems require global solutions. To enact solutions on a global scale, of course, implies there needs to be some sort of global governing body. 
that possesses the authority to enforce those solutions. So when COVID-19 hit, he says, it spread like wildfire and overnight it became the world's most pressing crisis. At first, people were deeply afraid and didn't know what to do, nor did government leaders who reacted in widely disparate ways and uh, to this health threat. In the midst of all this chaos, the forum saw an opportunity. In June 2020, at its 50th annual meeting, it officially launched what is what he calls the Great Reset. In conjunction with that summit, Klaus Schwab, the founder and leader of the World Economic Forum, came out with a book titled COVID-19, The Great Reset. In it, he said that the pandemic should be seen as a window of opportunity for the world to change the way it handles crisis. He lamented the fact that there was an absence of cooperation in the world's response to the virus, a response that had revealed a, quote, failure of global government or governance and leadership, unquote. This said, Swab uh, confirmed the urgent need for a change, a reset. He wrote, quote, to achieve a better outcome, the world must act jointly and swiftly to revamp all aspects of our societies and economies, from education to social contracts and working conditions. Every country from the United States to China must participate and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed, unquote. Note the key words and phrases here. Steve says the world must revamp all aspects. Every country must participate. Every industry must be transformed. The World Economic Forum isn't just making suggestions here. These are imperatives and commands. There's more. Schwab wrote, quote, since making its entry on the world stage, COVID-19 has dramatically torn up the script of how to govern countries. Live with others and or live with others and take part of the global economy. It has torn up the script, Steve says, of how to govern countries. Klaus went on to say, quote, we should take advantage of this unprecedented opportunity to reimagine our world, unquote. What did he mean by that, Steve questions? Here is his answer. Quote, we must build entirely new foundations for our economic and social systems. The level of cooperation ambition this implies is unprecedented, unquote. So the Great Reset then is this. A complete revamping, an entirely new script, reinventing how the world is run, building entirely new economic and social systems. All aspects of society and all countries need to participate at a level of cooperation never before known. The forum isn't alone in pushing a reset. The United Nations has its 2030 agenda, which aims to strengthen peace and eradicate poverty in a collective partnership that the UN says will require the participation of all countries in all sectors of society. And the World Economic Forum has signed a memorandum of understanding with the UN to help advance this 2030 agenda. This brings us to an important point. While the World Economic Forum does not explicitly state their goal is to create a one world government it is clearly advocating a global approach to governance that pushes us in that direction by default any model of governance that insists on total global cooperation will vest together control over every aspect of human life into the hands of fewer individuals this cannot help but create the conditions that would make it easier for a one world ruler to arise. What's more, the very language the forum uses to describe its vision for the Great Reset is chillingly authoritarian. 
So how far along is this great reset? It's hard to know because we cannot see, well, we cannot yet see how our political and cultural fractal planet will make its way to the one world order clearly prophesied in Revelation 13, 7, when the Antichrist will be given authority over all tribe and people and language and nation. So however, he says, as we continue the geopolitical landscape around us, here are three observations that show just how vulnerable we are to the kinds of languages or changes that can accelerate us all the faster to a one world government. Consider the following. Number one, when the coronavirus hit, governments were quick to claim draconian emergency powers that severely prohibited freedoms, uh, people's freedoms. They became more intrusive and authoritarian. And after government powers increased, they rarely decreased. Number two, the fear of COVID-19 led many people to be willing to give up their freedoms in exchange for the protection and security they hoped their governments could provide. Future crisis can do more of the same, leading to further and more permanent losses of freedom. Number three, in enormous transfer of power occurred with many governments eventually leaning on very few authorities who dictated how everyone should respond to the pandemic. These few authorities at agencies like the World Health Organization and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention ended up exercising power over billions with a B as in boy folks of people globally. In a surprisingly short amount of time, COVID has had a devastating impact that has forever changed our world and made governments and their allied corporations or organizations more authoritarian. There is no going back. And with globalists aggressively pushing their agendas, we can be sure that every future world crisis will be exploited in the efforts to move us closer to the global society they long to create given the trajectory we are already on he says the one of the world described in revelation chapter 13 7 may not be very far off again it is hard for us to gauge how far along the great reset has come because we cannot predict the future if there is anything we've learned in the wake of a covid 19 it is that we live in a very uncertain world. Yet there is one truth we do know with absolute certainty. There is an even greater reset coming. The Bible tells us that when Christ returns, he will destroy all the flawed human kingdoms on this planet and replace them with his own perfect kingdom. And he alone is able to control or he, he alone is able to bring about the ideal world that globalists seek but will never achieve that is a great reset we can look forward to, he says. Uh, folks, this article is by Steve Miller, and you can find that at HarvestProphecyHQ.com. So, and he definitely, uh, definitely has um, some great insight there, folks. We can see, uh, we can see the wheels turning. And this morning, I was reading First Thessalonians, and I read the entire uh, book of First Thessalonians, <clears throat> folks. I tell you. Uh, today's the day um, that you need to get you need to get into the word of God because um, God told us everything that was going to happen so I'm going to scroll on down here to here first Thessalonians and um, I'm reading out of the uh, the bible.com the bible.com and I'm going to go to chapter one so thanksgiving um, God tells us where to be thankful in all circumstances. So just a little word today from the Bible. It's the first Thessalonians chapter one. I'm reading from the LSB, the legacy standard Bible. If you're not familiar with that, that is uh, John MacArthur. They're from, um, oh my goodness, my phone just went off. Sorry, scared me. 
<laughs> the Legacy Standard Bible uh, from John MacArthur's uh, Master's Seminary. Uh, not familiar with that? You can go to gty.org. Um, G as in girl, T as in two, Y as in your, gty.org. And so you can check a bunch of that stuff out from John MacArthur if you would like to. So, uh, to the church of uh, Thessalonians and God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and steadfast of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ before our God and Father. Knowing, brothers, beloved by God, your election for our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full assurance, just as you know what kind of men we proved to be among you for your sake. You also became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became a model to all believers in Macedonia and in Achaia. For the word of the Lord has sounded forth from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves report about us what kind of an entrance we had with you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath to come. Folks, right there, Jesus is coming to rescue us from the wrath that is to come. So, folks, uh, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you today. So, right there, it tells us, we're not meant for God's wrath. Us believers, we are not. We are saved. We'll be raptured. And then the wrath that will come is uh, the tribulation that's spoken of in the Bible. And so we are to find our hope in the Lord Jesus and our hope that he is going to take us out of here. So our job right now is to tell the Great Commission. We're to go and tell the people, tell everybody about the gospel of Jesus Christ to go. That's the good news. That is, that's what gospel means. It means good news. Jesus has come and has saved us. So if you put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ and ask him to save you, folks, he will save you. That is the good news. And so... I want to just remind you guys of that. One other thing I want to tell you guys about is getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, which is Pastor Billy Crone's ministry. Folks, go to there. You can see uh, the Bible prophecies, Klaus Schwab, the eugenics and the rise of the Nephilim, uh, the Klaus Schwab sermons. Are you ready for the rapture, folks, the end of humanity? He has got tons and tons and tons of information. And if you were watching like I was on his live stream yesterday, Voodoo Vampires and the rods of demon worship uh you'll notice it was cut that uh, they cut that um that live stream their youtube and facebook and fake book as one person said all kinds of stuff so they did um cut that live stream but please download his app and then you will be more than happy uh to watch it there on his app and you won't have anybody um cutting that live stream or anything like that so um, anyway, guys, with that, I just wanted to give you guys, um, you know, just, just give you guys some uh, insight, some love, some word uh, from the Lord um, entrusted with the gospel. You know, First uh, Thessalonians chapter 2 continues and says, For you yourselves know, brothers, that our entrance to you was not in vain, but after, after we had 
already suffered and been mistreated in Philippi, as you know, we had the boldness in our God to speak to you the gospel of God amid much struggle. For our exhortation does not come from error or impurity or by way of deceit, but just as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not as pleasing men, but God who examines our heart. For we never came with a flattering word, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness for seeking glory, nor uh, seeking glory from men, either from you or from others, even though as apostles of Christ, we could have been a burden to you. But we proved to be gentle among you as a nursing mother tenderly cares for her own children. In this way, having fond affection for you, we were pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives because you had become beloved to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and hardships, how working night and day so as not to be a burden to any of you, we proclaimed to you the gospel of God. You are witness, and so is God, of how devoutly and righteously and blamelessly we behave toward believers. Just as you know how we were exhorting and encouraging and bearing witness to each one of you as a father would his own children, so that you would walk in a manner worthy of the God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And for this reason, we also thank God without ceasing that when you receive the word of God, once you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but for what it really is, the word of God, which also is at work in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Jesus Christ that are in Judea. For you also suffered the same things at the hands of your own countrymen, even as they did from the Jews who both killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and drove us out and do not please God and are hostile to all men, hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles so that they may be saved with the result that they always fill up the measure of their sins. But wrath has come upon them to the utmost. But we, brothers, having been taken away from you for a short while in face, but not in heart, were all the more eager with great desire to see your face. For we wanted to come to you, I, Paul, more than once, and yet Satan hindered us. For who is our hope or joy or crown of boasting? Is it not even you before our Lord Jesus that is coming? For you are our glory and joy. Folks, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. I'm reading First Thessalonians. Now I'll be reading Second Thessalonians while I'm at work today. But um, get in the word of God. There's so, so much peace and joy and power in the word of God. And um, so, guys, with that, I am going to cut it short today and get ready and head off to work. Um, guys, but with that, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, perhaps today, Art, I'm praying along with you. Perhaps today the Lord Jesus will come and take us home. Um, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, I, I really do appreciate it. And just know that I'm praying for you guys. And, um, you know, today we totally, I mean, really need to be completely dependent upon the Lord. And um, no matter what happens, we've always got to be dependent upon the Lord. We always got to keep looking to the Lord and be thankful in all circumstances 
um, and our joy is in the Lord, not in our circumstances. So with that, I'd ask that God would give each one of us boldness to go out and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. May God bless each and every one of you. May he protect you and may he keep you uh, safe and out of harm's way. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you as we await the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ.